Good morning, Alan. Good morning, everybody. Good to talk to you, Barbara. Um, so we got word yesterday about funding being allocated for the roads. Can you give us an update on what exactly has been allocated, please? And the I type of roads? Uh, yeah, th- this is for non-county roads and laneways that many of us live on throughout the, co- the country, throughout County of Exford. Um, so they, 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 the private or, or, or semi-private that many of us live on, you know, where we have farms, where we have people living, you know, where you have access to amenities, maybe like to the mountains or to lakes or to the beaches. So those are the kind of roads. They're not the regular county roads. It's separate, completely separate funding, and it's applied for separately. Right. And this year, Minister Humphreys has allocated €431,760, and that's the ninth highest in the country. Right, so um, 11, 11 million euro in total then, Barbara Ann, has been allocated. 11 million euro in total. And we have, uh, since this scheme was reintroduced back in 2018, we've had 2.5 million euro granted to us in the Local Improvement Scheme grant. Last year, the government actually gave two allocations. They gave one in June and an extra funding in July, and which means that we got a total of 653,786 last year, which allowed us to do 22 lanes or private roads throughout the entire county, which right. totaled nine kilometres in length. So what you, how you go about this by you, you apply to the county council. Each municipal district has a list of applicants. And yes, there are applicants on, on, this, on this for a number of years. You can't have just one house or one agricultural uh, business on the, on, on, on the lane. There has to be a number of people living on the lane. And so you'd have landowners and household or householders and then people are asked to make a contribution as well. Yeah. So if there's less than five uh, between householders and access to land on it, you are asked to make 10% of the to- estimated costs for mm-hmm. the eligible road. And if there's more than, if there's six or more, you're asked to pay 15% yourself. Uh, of you're the actually, total cost. You have to make this, don- this uh, contribution yourself. Yeah. This contribution would be made from the householders, but then it's going to improve the lane or the, or the private road that you're living on yeah. for all of the people that are living on that. Yeah. And then the, that contribution is capped at €1,200 Euro per householder with or the, landowner. With the damage that has been caused recently by the floods in rural Wexford, do you think this goes far enough, this 431000 Barbara Ann? Well, I suppose it, it, we never get enough for roads, and that's the absolute truth in, in our county. But, like, we do need every single cent that we get is well spent, and we really put it into it. And the kind, this kind of grant goes a long way when you have people living on their, on their local lane and on their local private road making the contribution themselves. Yeah. And many times they make a contribution in kind, whereas they can put in some of the workers, some of the machinery, and other times it's a cash contribution. But that depends on the type of work that's needed on the road. And it means then that you are driving on a really good quality lane or private road, to which gives your car and your vehicle and your all the vehicles that are using that much better longevity because they're not being tossed and turned around. I know I live on, on a private lane, but I'm the only access on it, so I'm, I wouldn't be eligible for this. And the cost of maintaining a private lane can be huge. How do they uh, prioritise it? Far more than yeah. €1,200. Euro. Yeah, how do they prioritise the roads and the lanes that are going to be done and how important is it for the roads to be prioritised and repaired? Well, the engin- each local, uh, each engineer in the municipal district goes out and, ass- and assesses the lane and they, they put them in an order priority. Um, and then it also depends on the length of time that you're on the list. So we try to get to people who are longer on the waiting list 
then, you know, because this grant was actually suspended for a number of years uh, from 2012 to 2018. So there would be people that would have applied during that time that we've only, we're only getting around to now and hopefully we'll be able to play catch up if we can get sufficient funding from government. But it makes an awful difference when you live in the rural area to have something decent to drive on. It surely it's does. completely separate yeah. from the public roads. These are for private roads. And it's less than half a million, but the difference that will make for those people living on it, like the 22 lanes that received this last year, you ask any person living on those and there would be there's probably well over 100 people that okay. have benefited from that. We're getting so, some comments in, Barbara, and that I'll get to in just a second. But, I, I mean, the obvious question to put to you now is, with the damage that was caused recently by the floods in rural Wexford, is this enough? It's probably not, as I said to you. It's probably not. But then it is a help, mm. and we will be looking for more. But And last year we were fortunate and we did get a second allocation. And our uh, engineers have enough... Uh, roads and uh, and have, are putting in for enough grant to be able to get more if it becomes available. So they we are applying all the time to make sure we can get as much as we can. Yeah. And like each municipal district has a priority list because you have the people who have applied over the years. But it's not too late to apply because you may not get it this year, but you may get it next year, you may get it the year after. And right. it will make a difference to how you're living on in, in your own home. I want to bring some of the comments from the Morning Mix listeners. 53 9145 Give Orla a call or text us 87 I just want to mention that over the past week or so, uh, this listener says, I've been noticing that the roads all around Wexford are full of patches. Don't think there's any road that hasn't been patched over. Why don't the council completely retarmac sections on both sides of road instead of just the potholes where fibre electrical lines have been laid? I've even noticed it in my own estate as well that there has been patching going on. Can you shed some light on this for us, Barbara Ann, please? Well, I suppose you're Talking, if you're talking reinstatement about maybe where there has been uh, fibre optic cables or electricity cables or telephone cables mm. put down, then each provider has to reinstate the road and they're only going to reinstate the piece that they have dug up. Yeah. We don't ever get sufficient funding for roads in County Wexford, and I have to say that. We never, we never do. We need to get more funding for to do the roads properly and not just to patch them and not just to throw a few yeah. uh, bits of tar and chipping into the, into the potholes. But this is separate funding, as I said, for private roads and, and, and laneways I know. for people, but mainly in the countryside. But it's also for access maybe to beaches or to lakes or to the mountains. So it means that we all have access to those amenities. Yeah. But we don't get enough money for our roads, and we will keep singing that hymn and saying that, no, we don't get enough money for them, and we will keep looking for more. Keep pushing for more. Going back to the potholes, Barbara, and why do the council continually send out lorries to fill potholes only to have heavy rain wash them away and potholes come back again? Why not tarmac them properly instead of filling by shovel? You've, you've told me funding is an issue here. But can something be done about when? I mean, like if you've tarmacked, say, yesterday evening and the rain we've had here in County Wexford today, I'd say it's gone, possibly gone. The fillings are gone. Yes. Yes, well, I'm sure it is. And unfortunately, we can't tell exactly where the rain is going to fall. And if we could, it might make an awful difference to when we could schedule the work. And yes, I would prefer if we could completely redo our roads with, with tarmac or with, with proper macadam. And we would, if we got sufficient funding, we would do that. Right. Unfortunately, we don't get enough. And yes, we will keep asking government for more money for to improve our own. The actual time frame on this, uh, how soon can we expect the funding to allow the work to begin on the roads we've referred to this morning? This funding will have to be spent this year. So the funding will be spent and drawn down this year. And each year, that's the way it works. So uh, as, it is, uh, as it is announced and allocated, 
the engineer will go out to the local area to the one to the grant the applicants that are already in and assess them and then they will see what of each lane can be done or if any and see how it's best the best value for money can be got from this amount of money and this will be divided between the five municipal districts so it's not all going to be spent in in the sport area for example even though i'd argue because we're we have so much mountain laneway and and that on, on close to the mountains and we get so much rain that we i yeah. would say we need we need more but then you'll tell me that we need more down where you're living so like it's it's actually uh, evenly distributed throughout the county on a fair basis Right. So we have to make sure that each lane and anyone that's living on the lane look online on Wexford County Council's uh, website for the local impi- uh, local improvement scheme application form and maybe work with your neighbours and your the other and if there, there has to be some agricultural activity on the lane as well yeah. to be able to apply for it. Yeah, look, uh, just uh, what happens? You talked about. Uh, <sighs> Uh, putting money in from your own funds, what happens if uh, one person doesn't pay, or for that matter, can't pay? Well, I, I haven't had that. I haven't come across that yet, so yeah. I don't know what happens, and I'd have to ask uh, uh, yeah. the director of service what, what is the story with that. But what is that, what is asked is ten percent of the estimated cost for the the eligible roads. So, if say you have one family out of maybe twenty that can't afford it, maybe yeah. the others are able to come up with the ten percent. But that's, you know, it, it depends on each road and how to, uh, or laneway and how people are actually going to work on that. Right. Uh, does Barbara know when the council are going to replace the cavalry in the Bunclody graveyard? This question has come in. I've got three questions of this nature this morning. I know it's a completely separate issue. Any update on that, uh, Barbara? Or if you need to yeah. come back to us, let us know. I'll be, I'm hoping that that's going to be done this year and it will be uh, put further back in the graveyard to allow people access to, uh, to allow them from, uh, the work that was done in, in the graveyard in Mulholdy last year actually allows access to the back of the graveyard for people with difficulties, uh, uh, mobility difficulties for the first time ever. So we removed cal- cal- the Calvary and it's gone back, it can be put back, reinstated at the back of the cemetery. And I'm told by the community section that's working with on this that it will be done now this year Sunday. Anyway, to conclude, I, I'm listening to you. I believe you believe this money is very welcome, but you'd like to see far more. And you've also are making a call this morning quite strongly that you'd like to see far more money invested in Wexford Roads. Yes. Good. And that's the simple answer, yes. <laughs>